Hey everyone, it's me, Luke. And it's me, Kaylin, and welcome back to the Broadway Buddies Podcast. Where we talk about all things Broadway and interview your favorite Broadway stars. Let's get into the episode. Today we talked with Broadway icon J.J. Neiman, where we discussed college audition experiences, the insanely incredible story of his Broadway debut, the current state of the world and the importance of voting, and he asked some of your guys' questions. We can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. Hi, everybody. My name is Luke Katsias. And my name is Kaylin Rosconi. And today we have special guest, JJ Neiman from the Book of Mormon. Hi, JJ. Hi, how are you both? We're doing great. Thank you so much for coming on. Of course. I appreciate you reaching out and asking me. Yes. When we first posted... your picture. We got so many DMs because everyone's like, oh my God, I love his TikTok so much. And I know Kaylin and I have literally, I think like a few months ago, I've started yeah. like, you were starting to be on my For You page. And I was like, this guy is so funny. Like, oh my gosh. I this- think that they're so funny. You're even on my For You page today. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I appreciate that. I love them so much. Like during quarantine, every time I saw one, I would just start laughing unconditionally because. Uh-huh. They're just so great. They're so yeah, relatable. Yeah, it's so too. funny. Yeah, when you do like the ones where like you turn off like your mic and then you talk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, it's so funny because like when you're watching a show, like you can totally tell like that that happens. My mom. <laughs> My mom just came in. I just <laughs> She just watched all of them. She hadn't seen any of them. I oh, my God. Charger, I should like. I'm dead. That's my favorite. Oh, thank you. My sweater. Thank you. I'm wearing in like two of the videos, but, um, but yeah, I just posted a bunch of them on Instagram. Cause I hadn't, you know, been sharing them on there. Cause I honestly being in the Broadway community, I was like, is this kind of like mm-hmm. weird to share on Instagram with people? A lot of people who I've been in shows with, I'm like, is it yeah. kind of like giving too much information about our backstage goings on, but everybody's really, really loved them. So I've gotten good. Yeah. I think it's funny because, like, I think, like, everyone probably relates to them. So they probably, like, appreciate it yeah. in a way where they're like, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the chaos. Yeah, yeah. My favorite ones are the ones, like, where it's, like, a high school drama club and, like, the girls, like, the senior girl. <laughs> right. With, like, right. all attitude. Because that is the most accurate thing uh, in the whole world. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I want to know more, like, how you started into theater. I saw that you were in Charlotte's Web. I've been in Charlotte's Web when I was little, too. Really? Yeah. So, just, like, tell us more about that. Like, how, like, after, like, you were in, like, your teen years and more, like, how, why you wanted to really, like, pursue this as a career. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, Charlotte's Web was the first show I did when I was eight years old. And that was, like... Yeah. You had to be eight to be in. Um, I used to live in Annapolis, Maryland, and that was Children's mm-hmm. Theater of Annapolis. And that was the only, I think the only community theater in my area. So um, I had to be eight years old. So when I finally was, I auditioned and I got the role of Avery. Um, and I just remember like it being a dream come true and becoming best friends with all of the castmates. And that was where I like really, really feel like I found my people. Like I instantly yeah. knew like this is a home for me. Um, and this environment. So, uh, yeah. And then we moved to North Carolina. So we kind of started over and, um, I, there's actually a lot of community theaters here. So I started out doing a bunch of shows and yeah, I think, I mean, I always really loved doing it and I kind of did it for social reasons. Like we all do. We like 
find that community safe space. Um, and I was homeschooled for like two years. I was kind of homeschooled on and off, like between mm-hmm. going to different schools. So during those times, like that was my social outlet. Um, but then I think like right before my senior year of high school, I think the summer before my senior year, I worked with a director that has his own like entertainment company in New York and works with like um, all of the USO ships and stuff and runs all of the entertainment on those. So he's been working in the business um, for a long time. And he kind of told my parents, he was like, I think it was maybe our closing night or something. And he was like, you know, your son can actually do this for a career. I think he should look at conservatories and schools and um, actually consider training legit and trying to pursue this as a career. And I was like, wait, really? And so I think because he told my parents that it kind of gave me permission to be like, yes, we're doing this. We're yeah. going to make this happen. And that's kind of when the, all of that started. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So adding to that, what was your college audition process like slash your college experience with um, a theater major? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a, it's very different now because, um, I like, it's weird because I'm coaching students. Now I work with Broadway collective and I'm currently coaching 40 different students right now on their college pre-screens. I'm their dance coach. So it's a weird kind of doing all of it virtually. It's kind of tricky, but, um, it's so interesting being on this side of the table now because it's so rigorous. Like the process has become so much. And I don't know, are, are both you in high school? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you haven't gone through it yet, but you probably <laughs> will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a junior. Kaylin's a sophomore. So okay. like, Oh yeah. You've got time. You're good. Yeah. But I, I honestly did a lot of stuff really last minute and I'm so thankful that I ended up like finding a coach and they were able to squeeze me in because, um, I used MTCA, which was musical theater college auditions. They're still around. They're awesome. And, um, I really needed their help to pick rep because I was like basic MT boy. I didn't know any, I didn't listen to a lot of musicals growing up and, um, I didn't, I had maybe, I had never done a play. Like I just didn't know how to find monologues. So it was kind of all a little bit of a mess for me my senior year because I was really last minute and we also didn't know how competitive it was. So I only auditioned for like three schools and I was like, let's make it happen. And I did apply for a lot of other colleges, but my parents wanted me to go. Like I come from a family, like a lot of like Ivy leagues and a lot of my cousins and like relatives. So they wanted me to go to a really rigorous academic school as well. And so um, that was a lot of the forefront focused. Um, so then I ended up only flying to three schools and auditioning. Um, but yeah, I got into Elon and I was like, this is it. This is the one. Like, it's, it, it was like an easy yes for me. That was like immediately I knew because I, when I left my audition day there, I was like sobbing. I was like, I have to get in here. I have to go here. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Because I know Kaylin and I like have talked about like, college and we want to go to school for music theater because I want to go to school for dance and she wants to go to school for singing and um it's just like it's so different now like especially with social media and everything that has happened and even like musical theater in general has definitely changed throughout times like now you have more of like like it wasn't very more like now you have like stands people like that that like are really into stuff so like Uh I feel like a lot of things have definitely changed Well, and now you have to do all of those pre-screen things. Like, I didn't even have to do those. So now before you get to audition for the school, you have to do a preliminary thing 
Well, and then this year it's all happening online, a lot of the whole audition. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a weird year to be coaching students, but um, everyone's making do and getting through it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then what was your college experience like through your four years of undergrad? Yeah, I, well, I actually was on the phone yesterday with the head of my program. I'm, we're like really good friends and I literally talked to her on the phone for like an hour yesterday. Um, I have the best experience. I think like what really set Elon apart from other schools to me, obviously it was really nice because it was only three hours from home. I'm currently quarantining with my family um, yeah. in, in North Carolina as well. But um But yeah, I really just like stepping on campus, I could tell that it was like a safe space and a loving environment. And I was so, so, so rough around the edges and I had a lot of raw potential, but I really am very sensitive. I was like, I can't go to a really cutthroat conservatory that's like super competitive and super high intensity. And Elon still was really rigorous and competitive, but it was all from a place of love. Um, and I could just tell that from visiting and auditioning, I was like, this seems like a really safe place. And I need that to like, right. I was like, not out yet. Like there was so much self-discovery that I needed to do as well. And I was like, I can't go somewhere. That's like, just gonna like, you know, kind of yeah, push like insane. too far when I'm not yeah. ready. Yeah. That's a really big part going into college too. Like for anyone, I think. Yep. Um, so you got your first job three days after graduating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's, insane. that's insane like that's crazy like how was that experience it was crazy and like it's it's so wild because it happened so fast that like I didn't even get to process a lot of it when it was happening because uh-huh. sometimes like people know like months in advance that they're like okay I'm gonna get to do that show and but I was just thrown in and they literally when they called me they were like you're like my agents called me in the morning at like 11 30 a.m. after I had just been cut from another audition mm-hmm. um, which like humbling we love that um so like but I just I got a call from um from my agents and they were like yeah you're gonna report to the theater at 3 p.m. and meet with sign me paperwork with the stage manager in the in the office at the theater and go up to the music room so I literally like went to because a lot of times when you're rehearsing Broadway shows you're not even rehearsing in a theater yet so the fact that yeah. like, I felt like I was in an episode of Glee, they were like, you're going to show up to the theater and like, start <laughs> I was like, what? And I also didn't live there. So the, the chaos was right. that I didn't have a place to live. I didn't like, I had to cancel four months of work that I had lined up and be like that person. And I even had to pay to get out of one of the contracts because of our union. And like, you know, mm-hmm. there was all that. And I got my credit card stolen the same day. So I didn't have a credit oh, card. Yikes. So I like, didn't have money to spend and so I had to wait to get a new credit card. And my my car, I had just packed up my college apartment and literally had just graduated. So my car was at the airport in North Carolina. So I had to like ship my parents my keys so they could drive two hours to the airport to pick up my car and like with all of my stuff in it. And I only had a carry-on suitcase. So like I didn't even have anything. So anyway, they that eventually gave me like yeah, they eventually gave me like a day off like a few weeks later to go and actually get like clothes because I didn't have yeah. <laughs> what um, a story though I know yeah. it was wild I mean the callback process I had done a video submission at school and then the callbacks and final callbacks were right after graduation and a lot of my classmates actually we all went up together and stayed at a friend's apartment because we all were up for the same thing but like you never know when you're auditioning for a show if it's gonna be looking for just like future files like I didn't mm-hmm. know it was a job that would have started right away. Like they did not 
say that to us. So yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> like, and how long were you in the Book of Mormon? Was it two years? Two and a half years. Yeah. So I joined in the end of May of 2017. Um, and then I started performances in July. Um, so I like rehearsed for like four weeks and then, um, yeah. And then I was there till mid December, 2019. Yeah. That's great. That's such an amazing job to have too. Cause like, I feel like that show was just so fun and like, it's just so amazing. And like, I bet like the cast is like, so like tight knit that it's just like a great experience. Oh, the building is so fun and so chaotic. And I think that's why so many of my inspiration for my like backstage <laughs> videos, I'm like, this is all like real. Like it's all. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's really, it was really special to get to be a part of a show that you genuinely performing every night. You're like, this is basically perfectly written it's just so good and getting to do yeah. a show feels that good to do and is that funny yeah yeah that's amazing yeah, it is I saw on your resume that you did a lot of regional theater and I saw that you did some things at the CLO I'm yeah. from Pittsburgh and I was wondering oh, what that was like for you are you currently in Pittsburgh like right now I live about 45 minutes outside but okay, word. but close enough yeah yeah um no, I loved Pittsburgh. Yeah, I had I spent a summer there. Um, and that was also, by the way, I still, I remember leaving that summer or also mid-summer. And I was like, this is the hardest job that I've ever had and I think ever going to have. Like, the fact that they put up shows in eight days. I've never heard of another theater that does that quickly. And you're rehearsing all day, like 10 to 6 for like, Shrek and then at night doing Yankees and you literally also at the CLO they don't actually do a, a tech week or anything they don't even do a real proper tech like a lot of even the Muni does like you know a, a six or seven hour tech thing no CLO they literally your first time in costumes with all of your dressers doing your quick changes and moving sets is you have one dress rehearsal and you're running the show so if you, there were literally, we would keep going and some people would not even be on the dang stage after we just did a quick change. And I also somehow got picked to be one of the dragon puppeteers, like the giant dragon. And I was in charge of the head. So I had to learn basically like lip sync for your life. Truly. Like yeah. I was like yanking <laughs> the eyes and the mouth and like had a harness on and we were all four of us doing the dragon. And I had to learn how to do that in like three days. That's insane. Because I know right now, one of my really good friends is trying to book CLO for the summer because he's in college in Pittsburgh yeah. right now. So I'm definitely going to need to share this with him. Yes. No, it's, it's truly, truly intense. And like, I mean, swinging is crazy and like is an incredibly hard job. But honestly, that summer was so rigorous that I was like, wow, like it honestly prepared me so well. So if your friend gets the opportunity to do it, I would say go for it. Yeah. Yes. How was like the Muni? Cause like, I know that that's like really popular. Too. Mm -hmm. Like how was your experience with that? I loved it. And I'm sad because I actually was supposed to do like three other shows there and it all got canceled because of other things. And then Book of Mormon mm -hmm. happened. And so I'm like, am I ever going to get hired there again? Cause I like turned it down. So cause it just, it worked out that way. But the ones yeah. that I did get to be there was like the best three weeks of my life. Um, 
the outdoor is crazy and doing a show like hairspray that's like in baltimore you're in suits and wool sweaters in like 90 degree st louis heat um it's crazy and so you literally go backstage and you just like hang dry your you know costumes and they put fans on it and you try to like somehow cool off but it's just like disgustingly hot but it's so fun and so wonderful yeah oh my gosh i i love performing outside the theater company that i do shows here in san diego is outside um like i remember when i did legally blonde and it was like october so show it was cold but during the day it was so hot Mm -hmm. and like thank god backstage had air conditioning because it was just rough that's nice yeah um, so on our Instagram, we asked a few questions Ooh, fun. on our story. So, um, I'm going to ask you a few of them. So, um, question number one, is it better to specialize in a dance style or be good at multiple? I would say be good at multiple because like at the core, I mean, I am, I do not love to go to an 8am ballet class. I know a lot of people do not like that, but it, it's kind of at the core of so many Mm -hmm. other styles. So I think, yeah, I mean, I think the more that you can also accomplish like Broadway, this, the scene of what the styles of dance going on is all over the place. You got Sonia Taye doing like Moulin Rouge and like, that's its own world. And then you have Casey Nicola doing all this like fun, like musical theaterified hip hop shows and, and then some legitimate hip hop shows happening. So it's kind of like important to know all of it. And, um, I feel like we train so much in like Fosse and those kind of styles, but that actually isn't on Broadway that much. It is really important to know, but I would say the more you start also looking into like commercial jazz and all that kind of stuff, the better. Yeah, definitely. Kaylin, did you want to ask something? (laughs) What was your Broadway (laughs) debut like? Oh, it was exciting. Well, I actually had to make my debut a week earlier than was uh, planned. So I had all my like family and friends. I had like 20 people coming to my Broadway debut and they were like, actually like a day or two before they were like, actually, you're going to make your debut like in two days. And I was like, word. Okay. Um, (laughs) yeah. So it was like, kind of, um, I actually think it was really nice because I am so glad because a debut is really, really like anxiety ridden. So by the time my family came, I was like, I already got to do the show a few times. And I got the kinks out. Granted, of course, I was doing a different track. So it was a debut in and of itself. Um, And so, uh, but yeah, my debut was really fun. And um, I did have a lot of friends come and just get standing room tickets because it was like last minute. But they were all like screamed when I said my first line and like all that stuff. It was like really, really special. That's so exciting. Like being on the stage and like the lights and everything. I bet that is like the best feeling ever. It is, but I will say as a replacement swing, um, (laughs) you don't get a proper like put in, like if you're a lead, you do get a ish proper put in, but like I didn't do the show in costumes with quick changes or do anything. And like my only type of put in was a rehearsal with the understudies and swings. So you only have like a fourth of the cast that would really be on stage And I just had to like, you kind of like go through the whole show and you get to do it on the physical stage, but with no set pieces there, no lights, no mic, wigs, anything. So I really like it genuinely, my debut is my first time doing everything and even doing the dances in the costume. It was like 
so wild to me. Um, but again, like yeah. something like DLO uh, really prepared me for that. Cause I was like, I've done crazy stuff like that before. So. Yeah. I think it takes a lot of power to be like a swing, especially like a replacement of a swing. Cause like mm-hmm. uh, just get thrown in the show. It's not like, it's like a brand yeah. new production that everyone's working on. And especially a show like Book of Mormon where it's been around for so long. So like, that's, that's insane. Well, and it's nice that it's a well-oiled machine, of course. So that yeah. actually, I, it's even harder, I imagine, to swing a show that's just being created because they're changing stuff every day. So you're like, what do I even, how do I even <laughs> learn this if it's changing every yeah. day and learning 10 of them? So, um, but yeah, it was, it was a really nice building too. And they treated the swings really well there. Yeah, that's really good. Um, another question is, what inspired you to start making your TikTok content? <laughs> um, okay, so I used to actually have a YouTube channel when I was young. And um, somebody, sometimes people will pop up on my TikTok, like in the comments, be like, is this JJ Web Shows? And I'm like, oh my God. Um, oh my God. But I truly like, I remember making videos as young as like eight years old. And I had like three or four different YouTube channels throughout the years. I would delete them and you know, all of that stuff. Yes. Um, but at the time, like YouTube was like the thing. And I yeah. loved skits and sketches and things like that. So, um, you know, for a, a 14 year old or 13, whatever, like I had like 20,000 subscribers. I had a good amount of following on YouTube, um, but I kind of stopped making them once I got later in high school and in college. I was like, this feels kind of like cringy, but I've always loved making that kind of stuff. And I have so many wigs here because my sisters bought them for me to make my YouTube videos. Like one Christmas, oh they gosh. bought me like five wigs. And oh then, my God. Lou yep, loves his wigs too. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> I started making TikToks again. I was just bored in quarantine and I realized how many theater people were out there. And so I kind of, it takes a little while to get to figure out, I feel like TikTok humor and the yeah. way to make videos on there. It took me a little while, but um, my sisters ended up for my birthday this summer in June. They got me like six more wigs from Amazon. So I was like, I have a whole, like I have to make videos now because I have a whole plethora of them. That's everything. I know Kaylin and I That's try <laughs> to make TikToks funny, but like the algorithm of TikTok is so difficult. Like you don't know whether, like what happens with that. You could you spend really don't. like five hours really wanting to make this really, really funny video. And then it gets like 10,000 views or whatever, if that, and then you'll make another one that you literally just film in your bed, like screwing around and it gets a million or a hundred thousand. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I think it, I don't know how it works because I know when you are on Instagram, you know who you're following. You know, like what people you're following. So but on, on TikTok, like, you don't know. Like everyone's like, "Welcome to this community." It's like I don't even know how yeah. I got here. Like sometimes I don't know who I'm following and who I'm not because the same people. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Like yeah. I don't get it. That's so true. Somehow I like ended up on like. Shrek TikTok and also like Karen the vegan teacher TikTok. I'm like, what? Where am I? Like, where am I? Like, literally, how did I get here? Are you oh on the God. keto lady too that eats both? You know the keto lady with cream yep. cheese and everything bagel. Yep. Oh yep. my God, I don't get it. And I even don't prison get it. TikTok, like the fact that we're we get to see inside prisons. Like, what is this app? It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. If it gets taken know, away, I'm going to... Oh, yeah. That's another thing, too. It's Okay, it's called threatening to be taken away at least one time. <laughs> Kayla t- told me yesterday, she was like, TikTok's getting taken away. And I was like, are you, are you kidding me? I was like, for real. Did you see someone bought it? Though? I think they so. did. Oracle, which I don't really know what that is, but Microsoft was rejected, <laughs> honey. 
Um, I was like, oh. uh, but Oracle is, I guess, a really big tech company. And like all of my family knew who that was. I did not, but they apparently bought TikTok. So now it's saved, I guess. Yeah, oh, thank God. For now. <laughs> Literally think, do you know um, who actress Beck is? On TikTok? Maybe if I saw You need them. to watch her. You need okay. to watch her. She is so funny. I think she's so funny. Karen thinks I'm crazy for liking her. No, but I think she's funny. I think she's so funny. Um, she's back. I'll have to look her up. Yeah, I suspect she's so, she's literally, literally so funny. Um, let's see, other questions. Oh, I found one that I liked. Um, oh, okay, perfect. Is there anything that you're passionate about besides musical theater? Yeah, I think um, right now in the world is freaking nuts. And if we're ignoring all of this stuff happening, I know you two are probably not old enough to vote yet, but um, I've been like... I wish. I mean, so. I, know. I wish too, honey. I wish. But like there are like 5% more of the electorate this year than 2016 is being made up by Gen Z. So like... Yeah, it's crazy. Of, there's a lot of young voters coming up. So I've been doing some videos and things with Broadway for Biden, um, with talk the vote. I just made a video yesterday with my family just being silly and dancing, but I have like registration links in my bio. So I'm trying to be now that like, I never Mm -hmm. expected or anticipated that I would have a platform like I have now. Yeah. Two months ago, I had like 30,000 followers if that. So like, and, and obviously like on Instagram, that's kind of, you know, it's not the same, but it's, it's Mm -hmm. building as well. And so I'm yeah. trying to be really active about like politically and then also just with all of the Black Lives Matter things um, and the whole movement going on, I think is really important to be like tapped in. And I feel like m- me and like m- people my age group and Gen Z, like a lot of a lot of us kind of run away from that kind of serious stuff. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and now what's happening, like we can't, we're all in quarantine. So it's like, you can't look away. You can't ignore oh, your yeah, no. busy. You have to care, you know? Right. Yeah. Social media and- is like the only thing right now. It's crazy too. I was talking to my other friend and I personally believe like this, like even people who can't though, like kids that are Kaylin and ours age, like in high school, like freshmen, eighth graders, everyone is so like, like engaged, engaged in this, in this election. It's crazy. Yeah. It's going to be probably the biggest one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I just want to oh say God. thank you. Thank you so much for using your voice for a positive change. Yeah. Um it, it's it's making such a big difference on our country. So It really is and it's like it's of course different for everyone but like it really it really matters and like yeah, just thank you for like for like such good reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, Cuz seeing that. people that you idolize using their voice really sparks change, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely. And doing it also in a genuine and authentic way, I think that's the kind of fine line that we're finding now is that like, you know, people are just kind of saying things so that they don't look like a certain Bad. Type of way or people yeah. like, speak up, you know, use your platform, <laughs> but you should be genuinely, you should genuinely care. Um, so <laughs> I think at this point it, it's right. Cause like, I think like, especially with Corona, um, like all our lives kind of depend on, um, it and just a lot is happening, you know, <laughs> yeah. and like here in California, like the fires are insane. So like, you know, a Over lot is California? happening. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Is everything yeah. happening now? Luckily, I'm not really by it. It's been cloudy. It was cloudy. It was smoky all week last week. Like, the sky was all orange. But it's today, it's finally, like, blue skies in my area. I know, like, in Los Angeles, it was just only, like, 
like not that far away. It's still pretty cloudy and gloomy, but like, I think it's starting to get better. I don't know. I mean, it happens here every couple of years. There's like a big fire, but like, I don't know. I think it was different this year, especially since everyone's been locked in their houses for six months. So I think it just brought another everyone's plate. I know that this, like this year has probably been the craziest year for everyone. Oh yeah. It's wild. Like, I don't There's know. always something new. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's constant. Anyways, another question that we got was, what's your dream role? Um, I'm going to give the cliche actor answer, which is like, my dream role is one that doesn't exist yet. But like, truly, like, <laughs> getting to originate, uh, being, being in an original Broadway cast, I will say that kind of role and everything that comes with that is a dream role. I don't care if I am a swing. I love swinging or in the ensemble or a lead. Um, Like my, the show I've been working on, I've been doing the readings and workshops and development stuff for this new musical called Bliss. That's Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. I was going to say how it's going, so. Oh yeah, well like it's really fun and I got, uh, like they've been working on the show for like eight years. They've been writing it um, and it's this new writing team. and uh, I got attached to it in October of 2018. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Um, and I just auditioned for the workshop and they were kind of like doing some, you know, recastings and castings. So I got to do four weeks in a studio and then getting to do a reading at a Bay Street Theater and then getting to do the world premiere at Fifth Avenue Theater in Seattle, which I loved that whole process. And it was crazy but i will stand by the fact that it is the best costume and set and lighting design of a show i've ever done it's visually so stunning um and the fact that it's also an original show like there's so few shows right now that are complete original story music book Mm -hmm. everything um but that also means that there's a lot of kinks to work out because you it can go any way they're like we could do this or this or this or this or this with these characters um, but it was really cool to get to like understudy a lead for the first time in an equity theater. Um, I didn't get to go on cause it was like three weeks, but we mm-hmm. got to do like, rehearsals and stuff and, um, getting to create a lot of the choreography from scratch. That was so cool. Um, cause I really want to be doing much more choreography and teaching and I'm starting to do a lot more of that. So getting yeah. to be a part of that process was really insightful. Yeah. I was looking at the, um, the pro shot pictures for the, I think like days ago and I was like this looks so cool like the story looks so cool and like I like hope that it gets somewhere like because because right now especially especially if, if when Broadway does open back up it's gonna be a lot of like I know because Kayla and I wanted to go to New York next year mm-hmm. again together and it's just gonna it's very it's gonna be very different because a lot of shows have clothes and I know like now it's just gonna be like the originals and like a few other things so it's definitely going to be a bit different and there hasn't been a lot of like new stuff coming out so like I would love to see that yeah it'll be it's always a risk when you're doing a new show but I truly think that it'll really if they market it correctly the tricky thing is that fairy tale and that whole world like the Britney Spears musical was supposed to come out this year that is a very similar storyline but it's not original you know we've yeah, it's a jukebox musical. I'm sure it's incredible in its own way, but I really hope that Bliss kind of gets what it deserves because I know that like we're actually oh I I can't announce that, but we have a, <laughs> one of our main producers on board is a really big 
has a, is really big in New York and um, has affiliations with a lot of theaters. So I genuinely think getting a theater and the, the money, all of that kind of stuff is pretty much there. It's just a matter of like, are people going to be tapped in enough to see it? And like, what does this look like when Broadway does reopen? Are people going to take risks seeing a show they know nothing about, you know? Right. No, definitely. I was talking to my mom and my sister about that because um, there's so much unknown, especially when Broadway does open back up. I mean, there definitely has to be a vaccine. You can't see a show socially distanced. I mean, there's not enough, like, it's so sad because there's not enough funding, especially for Broadway shows to, like, social distance. Like, you can't just skip rows. Because, like, you can't just skip rows. You'd have to skip seats to it. We have to be, like, ha- like per party, like, per people how to do it. Like you can't, you know, so it's definitely going to be hard. And I'm, we were all talking about like, who's going to, yeah. Like who's going to go see a show after this? I mean, I bet a bunch of people are going to go see a show, mm-hmm. but it's just going to, it's going to take time, especially for new things to come out and pop up because it's going to be hard. I mean, there was a total like loss and tons of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that like certain places are figuring out how to come back. And it, it's, it's so sad that theater is not one of those. Um, yeah. But truly with backstage, everything backstage, it's way too risky and you are way too close. They're like, there's no room backstage on Broadway. Oh my God. Oh yeah. So yeah. That's the problem. That's, yeah. That's important. Cause you can't just be like, for people coming to the show, social distance or mask backstage, you know, like there's right. like you all have dressers, like you're all so close together. Like it's it's nuts. There's no. I just think that everyone needs to like wear their mask and stay home, like because every time things open up, it gets so much worse again. Yeah, yeah. and like that's the whole problem. Yeah, I know from here, like the Fourth of July weekend, everything opened up in California. Not everything, but like you were able to like do stuff with masks. Then the 4th of July happened and then they were like, we're closing this again, guys. No inside stuff. You can't do it. And then they opened it back up like before Memorial Day. Memorial Day, is that the right holiday? I don't even know. My brain's Labor Day. Yeah, that one. But but, um, I was so worried. I was like, I was like, like people are going to come and not wear masks. Everyone's going to go to the beach and everything's going to happen again. But luckily, I don't think that did happen. But I know for kids my age, um, no one's taking precautions anymore and it's like no. really really sad yeah yeah it's really Same weird here. and it's weird seeing like that certain like sports teams and things like that are um like going back and i'm like if they're able to like like it's just wild but also i don't yeah. want them to put actors at risk i think it is good and we have a union for that reason and the union's like we are not we got to get this together first yeah because it can't just come back mediocrely and then it takes a huge risk and it's even worse than yeah. it was before. Yeah. Cause it's really important. And, and it, it just like saddens me. Cause like, I don't know. I, I miss going to see shows. I bet you permits performing in shows. So it's just like, it's just a lot yeah. of like, also a lot of uncertainty. There hasn't really been big announcements lately. I mean, there were big announcements when this first thing happened, but I mean, now yeah. it's just like, a mass. It's weird. It's, really, yeah. it's, a, it's a weird time. Like, it feels so weird. Like, because I do shows every summer. So it was like going through a whole summer without doing anything. It's just so mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, and everyone had it's shows on pause. Yeah. yeah. It's just and like all it, on pause. Mm-hmm. And it was so sad in the spring when my high school drama club, like, 
we worked so hard. We were like a week away from opening night. And then they're like, mm, no, like, the school right, right next to me. It was so sad. They only got to do one show. Then Dang. it shut down and like everything got canceled. Yeah. So yeah. I do competition because I dance and I do like competitions. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a while. And we, we did two competitions. And I remember that week we were at one competition. It was the week before everything did the shutdown. And I remember like being like, it was right before awards. And I was talking to like a few people and everyone's like, was like, we were all joking about Corona being like, that's so crazy. And someone coughed right. and they're like, Oh, hope they don't have Corona. And then like, we had a competition the next week. I remember being at the studio and I was in class and everyone's like, yeah, we don't think it's going to happen, but we hadn't heard anything. It was Friday and I was supposed to leave. And I was at school and my mom texted me. She was like, so it got canceled. And I was like, Oh crap. And then that weekend I was like, everything just went downhill. And then my sister came home and it was just like, yeah. A disaster. Well, it's crazy that also when Bliss, we were in Seattle doing our world premiere when the first case in the U.S. was announced in Seattle. And also a lot of people in my cast ended up getting it like after the fact and kind of it happened a week or two later. Um, yeah. But like five or six people in my cast ended up getting it. And it's just crazy that I went there and I also like was living my best life because I was like, I'm finally like, it was my first time not being doing eight show weeks. Mm-hmm for three years so i was like yeah going to i went to uh new orleans i was at mardi gras and then i got on a cruise line and went with a friend to see watch my best friend perform she was in frozen and all those shows on the disney cruise line and then i flew to north carolina and went to visit elon and then flew up to new york i was like i was in like everywhere i shouldn't have been <laughs> yeah you're like traveling everywhere just yeah. asking for corona yeah but at that time it was like not, but I was on the Disney cruise ship and then I saw like other cruise lines shutting down and my friends were like, are you sure it's smart to be on one right now? Because princess cruise line or one of those things had like a hundred cases. And I was like, Oh no. Yeah. It was also just really weird. I remember being at my friend's house on new year's Eve and her dad was like, there's like some new virus. And I was like, that's never going to come here. Are you kidding me? But now look at us. Right. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's, it's insane. (laughs) But yes, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it so much. Yeah, we do. You're so incredible and so kind. Thank you. Yeah. From my heart. I appreciate yeah. you all having me on here. It's so fun to like chat about the world and like hopefully remain, you know, remain hopeful that we'll get back to that one day, you know? Yeah. You're yeah. such a positive light to the world. I just need yeah. to share that with you. Yeah. We think that you're so, so incredible and... Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on in your time and, you know, just doing this for fun because we really appreciate it. Yes, yes. It's been so fun. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, we hope you have a great rest of your day. And yes, thank you so much. Yes, take Thanks. care, y'all. You Bye. too. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Well, that was JJ Newman, uh, an amazing soul. We thank you all for watching this episode. Thank you so much. Yes, and make sure to go listen on Apple Music, Spotify, go to your bio, and you can see all of the goodies on there. We have our Patreon, and you can go onto our, our website and see upcoming Broadway stars and other artists that we're going to be having on this show. And we hope that you all have a great rest of your day or a night. And we will see you next week. Bye, Bye guys. Everybody. We love you.